Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Owner's Box. This has been uh, a while, a while. It's been a while. That's not this has been a while. It's been a while. Um, but we're back and I'm joined by my good friend, mm-hmm. Preston Johnson, who did uh, basically say that it was very easy to trade me in for Hunter Orell the second I was gone. First night. Just Hunter Orell. Who's Andy to Haynes? Our favorite spot. Yeah. You know how it goes. Look. Hold that up a little closer. You're still kind of quiet. I don't know why it's so quiet. That's okay. I will try, I'll, I'll try to make out with the mic when I speak. That's but, good. Uh, no, look, you were great. You know I was just kidding. Hunter was great, yeah. too. He's over there for another week, week and a half, I believe. And then, uh, yeah, just getting stuff done. It's been fun. It was a really good trip in the end. What we needed, I got there earlier and, like, we got stuff settled and, and I think, you know, our trajectory has changed pretty significantly, which was the entire point. Um, so yeah, I'm happy. I'm back in the sunshine in California. Got my, my green drink. Everything's good. We're, we're, wow. We're you're such a Californian. Yeah, I know. Um, I just fake it while I'm over there. Yeah. Obviously uh, we can't, um, it goes without saying we have to bring up the fact that um, I've had a pretty bad sinus infection since I got home. <laughs> um, you didn't tell me this yet. Oh man. Look, I still no. am not a hundred percent. It's been like almost three weeks, three weeks. I still cannot get over this. It's, it's no, insane. I, I mean, obviously you had the announcement about your health scare, which is like very, very mm-hmm. sweet to see all of the community come out. And like, they, I think they like brought it up during the game last night that they were like thinking of you. I and that. I saw a lot of really positive stuff. Um, in regards to you getting better. I mean, I think you say cancer and uh, it's not like a light subject, but um, melanoma, if you catch it early, is not like a death sentence. It's not like a lot of other cancers. But I have had a really bad cold. (laughs) (laughs) Look, are you taking anything? Because whatever I took, it never helped. Not a single time. Oh, you know what I did do finally though? Because I'd been, now my cough is on where like it was keeping me up at night. I took yeah. like real American NyQuil last night and slept like a baby for 10 hours. It was joyous. It was amazing. So I suggest that at the very least. I, I've been doing that. I mean, I just, it was like really weird. It was like, I got back. Um, it was, it was funny. Cause I, I flew on like a big Delta super jet across the Atlantic. And then I got on like a literally like six seater prop plane to go to Maine. And oh, I forgot I you were doing Maine, that. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was terrifying. I had no idea how small the plane was going to be. But then like the second I got to Maine, my throat started hurting and I was like, this is kind of weird. And then it got a little bit worse. And then like Saturday, it was like the worst. It was, I thought my tonsils were like infected with Ebola. That's how painful it was. I never had that part. So actually, I'm not sure you can blame this on me. No, I, I don't think it was you. I think it's something else. Yeah. I think I probably shouldn't have uh, licked the tube poles the poles in the tube i gotta stop doing that i yeah, gotta stop. i would definitely at least limit yourself yeah yeah i mean i think it's fair to say that it's it's probably not the wisest thing but um anyways um i'm on the men now but i felt for you i mean honestly also because if you, we can cut this out if you don't like this but we were both kind of waiting for you to hear test results and yeah. you were sick the whole time and I was like sitting here, like I had this very like, oh no, like Preston's really <laughs> sick. I gotta, 
I got to I got to rally the troops for Preston. And <laughs> um, it was just that you you happen to have like a concurrent sinus infection. Yeah. So I'm really glad well, I mean, I you... at one point I brought it up. I was like, is my body just not fighting this because it's fighting other stuff? But uh, yeah, the, the update we got while I was there from a specialist was very positive. Just so everyone knows, like very likely I'm going to be completely fine. Just have to be here to have an operation done and do some like ongoing scanning for the next three months. And then at that point should be uh, hopefully in the clear. So it's all good. But it was it was a strange little three and a half week run over there just because uh, I started feeling a little sick like the day before I left. You remember that? And I even brought mm -hmm. an antibiotic from America with me just in case. And then I used it and it didn't do anything. And then, just, then I was just chugging like ginger turmeric shots from Caravan every morning grapefruit juice like anything i could possibly figure out over there and nothing nothing helped so it's all right it'll get over it i think it's i've heard from some people there's just like a pretty bad coldy fluey season it takes three or four weeks and i mean i got my flu shot already too it's just like whatever i got i, I want to talk about football in a second I'm, i only brought this up to sure. be funny because you <laughs> i wasn't expecting scare, yeah. and i was gonna bring up like that i have a bad sore throat yeah um, I have been fucked up though. So um, if you guys also want to send me some shouts, you know, if you want to bring it up during, um, you want to make a game on, on, on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. If, if Ken, if Ken Blackmore wants to say that he's hoping for a swift recovery for Andy Haynes during the, um, the stream, the iFollow stream on Saturday, I'm not against it. Um, but let's, let's get into this. Your home positive trip. I, I felt like this was probably the most substantial trip that we, that I had to Crawley yep. and I had such an amazing experience getting to kind of see more community than I had before, which I want to say thank you to everybody, especially Parveen Khan and the Broadfield mosque for being so welcoming to me. And also uh, the Crawley borough council for like kind of creating an Avenue for the club to do more work uh, around the community. But besides that, we're winning games. We're we're playing some football. It's nice, right? It's it, it everything like kind of came together when I was telling my family when I got back. Like it was like the perfect trip because one, on the football side, we seemed to like make a decision that was obviously needed at the time, and now we've won some games. We ended up uh, drawing last night against Colchester. The you could tell I think in the second half we didn't have a shot after the 49th minute. Uh, that probably some exhaustion, long week and a half. Uh, and we also just didn't play as well, and, and we let them kind of just bring it to us as opposed to being more aggressive with the lead. And so we ended up drawing. But uh, as a whole, been happy with that. And that just, I mean, we've always said it kind of comes down to if we're winning games, just the attitude around the office, around fans, everything, um, is taking a pretty big 180 or close to a 180. So uh, with that, it's easier to start doing some of those community outreach stuff. Like that was one focus. You know, All this other stuff of the last few months, as far as where, where my head's at, and I told you this while I was there, uh, I believe maybe I didn't, but I just kept trying to come back to like, well, if, if my if my time does wind up short, like, what's my purpose here anymore? Like, I just kept landing on you just got to try to be a friend to everybody, and so that was one focus out there. This time was trying to do as much community outreach, whether it was the basketball team, whether it was directly with fans, whether if it was at the gym. You did your mosque thing. We met with the city council about some uh, progress we have in discussions on some build outs there locally in the community. Like, just trying to do as much as I can on that front, and, and that I think was really. Um, I appreciated it more than anything coming back. And while that was going on, while we're winning games and the boys and the lads are buzzing, Lewis is buzzing. Like 
it, it ended up just being nearly a perfect trip. So, uh, yeah, I appreciate everyone that helped out and just could, we could be a part of it and is letting us be a part of their, their community. Um, you know, obviously it was, a, it was like tumultuous. We haven't been able to talk about it. Uh, very sorry to see Kevin and Dan depart, but it was maybe what we needed to kind of re basically restart, you know, it was just like we needed to restart and kind of change direction. Um, what do you think the biggest difference style wise has been? Like, obviously we're playing a different kind of football, probably a little bit more traditional league two. Um, do you have any other kind of like thoughts on that as far as like what you think makes the difference as far as why we're winning now versus why we weren't? I mean, honestly, and, and this is like my backgrounds in math analytics, like projection systems and models to compare market prices and try to bet discrepancies. I will look the, the quantifying like qualitative stuff is nearly a waste of time when it comes to betting and building models. If it does exist, it's hard to know why or what part of it is uh, significant and is signal, mm -hmm. right? It's mostly just noise. And then just seeing the difference in what I'm getting at here in the the attitude and the energy and the actual like joy that the guys are playing now versus before it's like incredible like it's it, i don't know how to like i don't know what that's worth like is it in my head i'm thinking is that worth 15 percent to our win percentage I, I don't know what the number is like you can't can't figure it out but it exists it's there like it was very very easy to see you could see it the first day of training monday after we had to let kevin and dan go and you know who also this is great did i tell you this you might have left already were you still there when Rona got back? She took her, like her first holiday, missed her first game in like 18 years or something. No, crazy. she got back. You know, she's she she works at Red's Bar for those that aren't familiar with her uh, and runs a lot of the stuff um, locally for, with the players and some of their food and everything. She got home. She was delivering food that first day after she got back from holiday. And she's really into like witchcraft and like spirits and stuff. Yeah. And she's like she brought from her trip to like seance things that she was going to use to like seance Horsham at training that day uh -huh. and she said she walked in and she's like all the evil spirits were gone she's like I could immediately feel the presence of something like light and illuminate and, and, and wonderful and I didn't use the seance stuff I walked in I dropped the food off and I said you guys are doing a great job and left and that, that's coming from someone that apparently sees ghosts so we even have that going for us Andy I mean I, I want to make sure that we point out that we don't think um, Kevin or Dan had anything to do with the bad spirits, but there was, no. um, there was, you know, it just, it, it, it become acrimonious. And um, I don't think that was anybody's fault other than a difficult, you know, there's like, sometimes like uh, people are very in love and then they go through hard times and it hurts the marriage because, and I think it was like that kind of situation. It was like inevitable that it just the way things started, it just it kind of soured yeah, things. Yeah. But I think I can totally agree because like I was there that week and I got to see like I just walked into a training on Monday or Tuesday and it was just like they were just like it, it felt like training versus like a bunch of like young guys playing football for fun. Like there was like a, just a lot more joy on the field. And then you could just see it immediately translate to the play. And I, you know, the funny thing is, is I've watched all the games since the swap. And I will say that like, we've played very well, but I think 
we haven't even played our best and we've kind mm. of we've kind of easily won a few games like there was a like you know there's been a couple times where like somebody like leveled with us and it was just like okay we got to go back and score like and it just happened you know what i mean but i think if we start dialing in whatever you know our weaknesses have been and i'm i'm not anybody who can say what our weaknesses are but like obviously last night something happened where i think we had a pretty it was a pretty easy win in in our grasp against colchester and then we ended yeah. up drawing with them just because some mistakes were made some things happened i mean they're they're a club that had scored i think 10 goals all year for us to score two and not get three points is frustrating in that sense you know part of it is you know travis had gotten hurt at center back the week prior tony was playing then dion gets hurt a few minutes in we still don't have uh, an update on him i would tell you if we did uh so then it's you know Ludi and Tony back there who are on the slower side. Well, let's be honest, they know it. I've probably told Tony to his face already. Like it's it it makes us have to play further back anyways, right? We can't be as aggressive because we have to be a little more safe. And I think that kind of caught up to us in the second half, along with the exhaustion of playing some pretty high leverage games, uh, including Mansfield, obviously just a couple of days prior. So uh, there's definitely some work to be done. You asked another significant change. Like Lewis has been playing a four four two instead of mm-hmm. the three five two. Um, that's, I think, been part of it. It also has probably helped some of our attack along the left side where you have Nick Cerula coming in, trailing Tom Fellows and others, um, you know, kind of more of a, as a winger or left back in that sense. And it's uh, it's been good. I mean, we've we've been sound. I think our shape's been good. Robson's been great at, at keeper. Um, so that's another change that I think uh, made a big difference. And, yeah, we just got to keep progressing now. We can't get content, right? Like you were referencing, I think there's there's other levels to hit or other tiers to go to now. Yeah, that um, that inverted uh, that inverted um, mid- winger thing has been uh, phenomenal to see Cerula and Fellows. I mean, I don't I don't want to say I have like a favorite player or anything, but I've been really enjoying watching Fellows. He's just he's he's such an explosive player, and his ability to kind of like chase the ball. Um, when I see him play, I this is I know this sounds messed up, but I immediately go like. Man, I hope West Brom doesn't want him back right away. Like that's immediately what I think. It's the I same with Balagizi, right? Like in January, yeah. I know everyone's saying that it's it's true, and everyone um, hated that we brought Tom in because he looked like he was twelve years old. But we love no, him. he's he's a beast. He's probably one of my uh, one of my favorite new players. I, and honestly, I don't have a favorite. I've I've been getting to know these guys, and um, I think there's still that like weird thing where I'm kind of an outsider, but they've all been super welcoming. Like. I feel uncomfortable. Give us an example. Hold on. Why do you feel uncomfortable sometimes? Um, Just because it's like a bunch of dudes that are like, I don't know, jocks, you know, they're just like athletes and um, they have this kind of camaraderie and I, I want to come in and I, you know, I have this like people pleasing thing. So I like, I, I I think I've only had one awkward interaction and it was like, I came into the locker room uh, the Saturday, my last Saturday, but your, I think, no, yeah, you would have still been there. It was, my, my, it the, was after. The, uh... It was the night of Papa John's. And I tried to make a joke because yeah. I was introducing one of our new filmers. I was like, hey, this is Jordan. If he like, um, you know, if he gets your dick on film, uh, just let me know and I'll have him cut it out. And uh, <laughs> by the way, Dom made a great joke. He said it wouldn't be able to fit on that camera. Um, but uh, I just felt a little awkward, right? You know, just like, oh, man, I'm like. I don't know. I it was mainly because that joke okay. bombed. Uh, anyways, um, 
moving on, I want to bring up, um, well, we'll get to the bigger news in a minute. Actually, you know what? Let's talk about it because it's out. It's by the time this is coming out, everybody knows it. Yeah. We have some FA Cup games coming up. Well, we have one coming up uh, the 5th or the 7th. Yeah, November 5th is the game. And who we're playing Accrington Stanley. Right? Yeah, League One team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're coming home. They're coming to Broadfield. And um and that's pretty exciting. Gonna play a League One game. We have a good sh- shot at advancing past them. What um is the other news? Since we're it's already okay. out there. It is. We have uh, great, fantastic, wonderful news. Everyone's going to think that the the post I made was a, a ruse to get out of Crawley for the time being. But we mm-hmm. do have Toby Brown from the Sidemen training with us November 1st on Tuesday, along with his brother Manny, who played in the Sidemen match, uh, who's on the YouTube. Uh, he's like a pretty big YouTube influencer himself. And then their youngest brother, who's the best footballer out of all of them from people we've talked to uh, and actually has been playing semi-professionally, Jed will also be there at training and we'll see what they can do. We'll see how they can hang with uh, the first team. I'm going to probably tell of our players to not take it easy on them at all. Like take no prisoners, just like see what they can do. But uh, yeah, we'll be filming content. Toby will be filming content. And so most people I believe will be able to in one, some form or fashion, watch a lot of the training uh, either from our side or his side. And we will, uh, we'll see what happens from there, but uh, we're excited to, to do. And by the way, they were, if you guys remember late in that sidemen game, Toby had the pass to his brother, Manny, there's a sweet bend. There's a header equalized to set up the great. game winner a couple of minutes later. Um, and they were great. When, by the way, I should say publicly, if I have any of the you and Beth did a fantastic job. I know we kind of just threw you into that. Didn't know what to expect. You kind of had to be nosy, get you know in people's ways and just be uncomfortable and like ask questions. But um, Toby and Manny were great on camera and the interviews that you got with them were fantastic. So we're excited to uh, bring them down to, to Crawley. It'll be fun. And uh, Lewis is on board and a lot of the players are on board that we spoke to already about it. So um yeah, we'll just make it a positive. And, you know, obviously things have changed in general as far as our league play, which I think we, makes us more comfortable about doing this. But also that whole week after that, it is an FA Cup match. Of course, we're going to try mm-hmm. to win the game. We're, we're a little more focused on Burnley, to be frank. And we've talked to staff. We've talked to the players about it because Burnley, as a club, we're incentivized. If we win that game, like it's a pretty big payday for the club and the community. Uh, that is on the 8th. That's a few days after the FA Cup match. So, um that might end up being a game that you know we're resting some of our main starters and we're going to play them against Burnley. And Burnley's, if I recall correctly, near the top of their level in the championship, uh, and mm-hmm. have they're kind of we're like sandwiched in between two big league games they have against Derby and maybe Sheffield, I believe. So uh, that could be wrong, but regardless, we're in a position that I think we'll have an opportunity to uh, play some of their reserves and maybe steal it like we did against Fulham. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm. Uh... I'm optimistic. Where'd you go, Andy? Hey, sorry about sorry about that. I don't know what happened. Uh, right. You can just leave it in there. I don't care. I just, you know, I'll just edit my it shirt out. off. Yeah. But um, you took your shirt off. Yeah, it's back on, but you missed it. You had like eight seconds there. I wanted to see your scar. I wanted to see your new, <laughs> yeah. new scar. I got a good one. Have you All still right, been you doing the that. intermittent fasting? It's so easy when I'm there, yeah. Most most days I just had dinner. It's harder though when you get home, right? Because you're like you can't like. Yeah, just... I'm just sitting here and I can't eat. I'm, I am drinking the juice, so I got that going. But uh, but it's yeah, harder on like loved ones to be like, hey, you eat, I'm not gonna eat. They're like, <laughs> what? And you're like, just 
trust me leave me the hell out <laughs> it of helps this when you, you just keep you keep you keep busy and i just like go out on a lot of walks and like because when, when we're in london i was telling you this i'm walking between crawley london and like so much so i've just tried to keep that up when i'm here and now i'm playing basketball twice a week again too so uh yeah, yeah we'll see we'll see if we can keep it going yeah i um i've noticed i don't know if you guys know this but um Justin is mad ripped now. That's, what, that's uh, why I took the shirt off for everybody. So, I mean, let's just like assuage some fears, though. Like, because we, we can't just throw this out that those guys are possibly just going to be, um, you know, in, in the, in the, uh, whatever you call it, like the actual um, FA Cup match. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we can't just throw it out yeah. there. They're training with us. And yes, mm-hmm. that that could be a minor distraction, but we're not using like Cal the Dragon. We're using real people that have kind of somewhat like experience, and especially Jed, who probably could play for at least the B team. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, I mean, that's I what we're using don't... the training for. We're not making decisions until we actually. I mean, if they get out there and get absolutely wiped by our our first team in training on Tuesday, like. Like that was great, that was fun, but like it's not even close. Um, yeah, there's a good chance Manny and Jed are like pretty close, and then you know we'll have a conversation with them. But um, initially, we'll we'll see how things go Tuesday, and either way, it's it's going to be fun. They're extremely excited, and and Toby's very conscious of making sure the fans are uh, happy about what we're doing, and he's not going to force anything you know that's going to just upset people um, on his front. So we'll have honest conversations, and and we'll go from there. But I'm excited to see how everything goes uh, next week. And I, I, I want to say this, Preston may not want to say this and we may end up cutting it out, but a lot of people are like, and I understand completely. Like when you're like, Hey, like, it's not the time we're not doing well. We shouldn't be like having fun with the sidemen. We should be like all, all hands on deck trying to win games. But the thing is, is the sidemen is one of the largest media collectives in the world and not just sports media but it's like they are a huge media presence and when they agree to do something with us like this it brings so much good attention to Crawley and the 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 dividends from that are so great for the community for the club and you know I think that I can say this from somebody who is not the decision maker, but like watches these things passively. I know that no resources were used in this process that would actually take away from the lads abilities to play well in the game. So I think even if we end up seeing some of those guys on the bench, it was never made as like a, like I heard the guys on the guardian the other day, they were like, they apparently might have some YouTubers on their uh, squad. And it's like, it's not that flippant. And also if we did have some YouTubers that were some of the most famous people in the world on our bench for an FA cup game. Yeah. That would be cool. Cause a lot of people are going to watch Crawley that would never watch Crawley. Yes. So, and, and we might, that. I don't know, maybe we get the ESPN game or the, the sky game, right? Like th- there's a chance that that helps kind of bring more eyes um, quite literally. Cause I think they choose, um, I'm going to be wrong, but I think three, at least that's what the pizza EFL cup was like three matches that they'll broadcast. Uh, yeah. So there's a chance that this is uh, in the mix. We'll see, but it doesn't hurt. 
This is going to blow your mind right now, Preston. What are you sending me? It's good. You know man. what's that happening? That's almost that's almost the legit. I mean, I know that they're going up against Cal the Dragon, so it's like <laughs> you might as well add a scarecrow on the field. But I think that's pretty good. I'm pretty sure Cal just watched it in awe. He's like, "How did he do that with his inside foot? Oh my gosh!" And just yeah, it was it was fun to watch that game. I'll be honest. I'm glad you guys could yeah. be there. Um. Yeah. I sh- I um. I need to edit some of that footage because we we the future proof boys put together like a nice little package of it, but we, there's so much more got to speak to like a bunch of people like um, Noah Beck. And um, I think I talked to spoke to a few comedians too, that were there that were present, had a couple interviews, spoke to Chubbs, spoke to, um, I can't Munya, who's like one of the biggest Mm -hmm. comics in England. I mean, there was just like a lot of like funny, fun people that I spoke to. And we also just had some like instances that were great. Um, all right. Well, that's the Sidemen stuff. We're excited about that. This Saturday, we're gonna break. We're gonna break poor, poor little Liam Chu's heart. <laughs> we're gonna have to break poor little Liam Chu's heart. We love Liam. How do you feel about okay. it? Uh, Eben's gonna be there at the game. He flies in Friday. Uh, it's tough, man. Bradford's really good this year. Going and traveling there. I, like you know, we had today off, get some rest. We had the game yesterday. I, we're going to be underdogs, but I, I haven't been surprised by anything I've seen. Lewis and the guys coming up with these last stretch of four games. If we can pull off an upset similar to Mansfield, or or even just get a point and a result, be happy, and let's kind of keep the momentum going. But uh, I think we got to be somewhat realistic, right? And we I mean, we've even told Lewis like you, know, you don't have to win every single game to like stick around. Like we we understand it's there's variance, right? You, you can't be perfect, so. Uh, he's just going to do what's best for the club as a whole, short and long term. And we've we've been impressed with him. We're going to have uh, an, an official conversation with him tomorrow, actually, in more detail about kind of his long term and macro football coaching goals and visions and ask him some questions, just kind of put him in some spots to kind of see how he'd react. And, you know, similar to what we've done with some of the other interviews we've had with other managers, uh, kind of during our due diligence process the last two weeks. So excited to to have that conversation with him, but we're we're pleased with everything um, he's done. He's stepped up along with Tony and some others um, on the coaching side as assistants that have have done a lot for the club and uh, continue to to bring good energy and positive you know influence to all of the lads. All right, all right. Is there anything um, you know that we should know about Bradford's style of play? Why are they winning? They actually play pretty uh, possession-based as of like two weeks ago, probably when I last looked at possession data. I'm pretty sure they're near the top of the table. They haven't been very injured outside of something. I think early in the year they got one to one a key player. I think they're maybe the first or second game of the season. And since then, I know they've had minutes distribution like for most clubs. It's quite a bit different than a our club, which is just painful to see every time we look at it. But uh, I would say we need to be aggressive and press you just froze can you still hear me buddy 
Oh no! I cut out, but I'm back. I hear you now. You're back. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, good, good. I was okay, gonna you... say I think the the best way to attack them is gonna be similar to our Fulham match, because they are gonna play more possession based. Now they're smart about it. They don't always just play possession no matter what. They'll take shots over the top and be direct when the opportunity is there. But I think if we're pressing up top and creating havoc, it will give us opportunities that we need. You know, in that final third, naturally, where we're intercepting passes and, and able to create that way. So uh, we'll have discussions with Lewis again tomorrow and Friday on, on specific tactical details and Chris Galley included in those uh, meetings. But uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, I think, feel like we I, gotta... I, well, what I'm getting at, why, why I prefaced the whole thing with kind of like being realistic is because I know how fans are like if we lose Saturday, like it doesn't take away from what he's done to get to this point the last four games. Like it's we're out of the relegation zone. Who are you hiring? Like it's. Look, like we don't have we're in no rush. He's doing a great job. Whether we win at Bradford or not doesn't actually impact long term where we're at. So, uh, yeah, I just wanted to kind of lay that out for people. Yeah, if you want me to talk to him, I'm happy to do it. I could, I'll drop him a ring. Great, great. I can ping him. I actually do have his phone number now. I, uh, you asked me for it. I remember that now. Yeah. I, I coaxed I, it. I, coaxed I apologize it out of to him. Someone. Um, no, I've I've only asked him about uh, why he doesn't like any of my Instagram stories. Um, that's the only thing I. How many him of the about. players follow you? Actually, none. I think Dom maybe. Dom's pretty. He's pretty. Uh, he's he's the most active. I think. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Active. Thank you. I think a lot of them don't know that I'm like a world famous comedian. Should I tell them for you? No, because they probably like wouldn't get. The thing is, is it's it it just never translates. It's never good to bring comedy into a workplace like that. The the only joke they've heard is your boo one from when we were walking to Wembley. Oh uh, uh, yeah, that's that's it. That's, that's probably the only one all the all the players have heard. So that was they never like are now following that guy. That was it. That was your one shot. Well, they can see me on multiple American television shows. So go check those out. By the way, Fallon, do you want to give? Do, do you want to let's close? Let's close. He's dropping. Gordon. <laughs> Comedy Central. By the way, as a, when I was growing up in my old age, Conan was like by far the best in my youth. I loved Conan. So well done there. Last thing, we're going to close. You got to go to Paris. I had to stay back to go mm-hmm. do some manager stuff, interviews. Um, so I gave Lee my my tickets, but you are, you got to see PSG Marseille and, and hang and just. I mean, it was phenomenal, yeah. phenomenal uh, experience. So cool to go to Parc de Prince and get to see PSG Marseille like that. The Lake Classique rivalry. Um, the ultras there are insane. It's like it's literally like Cirque du Soleil level coordination with banners and flares. I don't know how the banners don't catch on fire because there's fire all the time, and then huh. there's like big banners covering them um i think they must have like some kind of like you know safety uh captain or something like that um it was it was a great experience but it was also it was like the second the soccer game was over or the football match i should have just gone home we should have just gone home right after that because that whole next day in paris it rained and we had to get out of we had to get out of the airbnb at like Early, 10 a.m. So I just had like literally 12 hours to like figure out what to do in the rain. And I heard because you were going to be late for the train that was late, you didn't get to perform and Lee did. But no, I was you like, can, you can't say you can't add that to the resume that you performed at a comedy club in Paris yet. Not yet. I mean, I was I was bummed, too, because like 
we, well, here's what was happening. We'd spent all day trying to not be in the rain. And then I saw this like, oh, I'm about to lose. Like if I missed the last train to London for this open mic and I have to spend another day in the rain in London, I will jump into the French or the the channel and die. I, I, I can't do it. Okay. So uh, it was I'm a great journey. I mean, I saw I saw everybody. I saw Messi. I saw Neymar. I saw Mbappe. I saw Thierry Henry. You guys saw, you guys saw what's his name? Um, Victor, the basketball player. Is Wanam, Wan Baya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is He's so big, crazy. Yeah. Normal standing men next to him looked like little people. It was it was insane. Um, all right. Well. Prediction for the game on Saturday. Do you have a prediction or do you not want to go there? I'll say 1-1. I think that's pretty realistic and reasonable, and we'll take another result on the road against Bradford. I'm going to say 11-0, Crawley. Are you trying to get, like, you want me to donate a million dollars to charity if that's the case or something? Nope. I'm just using You're just actually pretty confident. Okay. I'm using a reasonable... deduction and i think that each crawley player is going to score once <laughs> good luck oh god i'm so tired of being sick. i've i've had i i think i'm sounding all right but i've been like bedridden for a week with this sinus infection no comment um are you oh because you because you had the cancer scare yeah yeah i don't know if you remember from the start okay of the show. cool so we're gonna make it about you all right okay <laughs> bedridden andy over here with the sinus infection no i'm really glad you're okay i'm so uh i'm so glad that you're back home you look great um thank you and sir. i miss you and i miss our our movie date nights and i can't <laughs> wait to get back to king's february. cross so we, i think february we'll yeah plan in february we're gonna yeah. we're gonna be back at, yeah we're gonna celebrate valentine's day together um okay well, thank you, everybody. Uh, this has been an, another episode of The Owner's Box, and we will uh, see you next week. Um, thanks for watching. I'm going to stop recording. Uh-huh.